Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Kyber Loves Movies. I'm your host, Gregorio, and or Kyber, and I'm joined today remotely by my good friend Alex. Yes, Kyber, good to see you on Zoom, round two of this <laughs> podcast. I am welcome so back. excited. Thank you. It's, Thank you it's, for it's, having it's me. Been a, yeah, it's been a while since I recorded and have actually recorded because school, school is a <laughs> Oh, thing. school. Don't we love it? Yeah. Uh, so, well, it's good to see you. Good to talk to you. Uh, yes, I'm sir. excited for this. One thing I wanted to start with is my complete and utter frustration with movie theaters and the whole movie industry once again. If you oh. talked to me like two months, one and a half months ago, I was super optimistic, super happy. Uh, I got to go see movies in theaters and I haven't seen movie like I haven't seen a movie since Tenet in the theater. Dang. Uh, whether that be because of school, whether that be, mm. be because of uh, just there's nothing out right now, man. That too. They're pushing everything back literally everything i'm getting a, i'm getting notifications and i'm looking every day it's oh no time to die push back oh uh mulan push, or no they yeah. moved mulan to disney plus but disney plus uh wonder woman push back black widow push back like it's and then i i it's so frustrating and it's it's not even push back a month it's pushed back like six months like yeah. half of the year yeah. Which is devastating. I don't know. I, I'm, would you rather them release it like on a platform like Netflix or something, or or is it, or is the wait better than not watching it in theater? I mean, no, obviously, I, I, I need like seeing it in theater. I want these movies now. I like at this yeah. point, I want these movies. The studio, like, it's it's just hard because they have they have a quota they have to meet on these movies, and they yeah. can't release them on streaming because they 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 will not make their mm-hmm. money back. Uh, and that they need to make their money back but it's it's they they have the platforms to do it like black widow disney plus hbo hbo max you can release wonder woman yeah or you have all these you have all these streaming services netflix you have all these streaming services and so many like platforms that you can release the movies on and exclusive to that platform and so you can bring people because if you just release it and let people kind of watch it like pay the money i don't think it'll get as much but if you go to specifically like HBO, like because because <laughs> DC is involved with HBO, just release it there and then have an extra. And then Disney is like moving Mulan off of Disney Plus Premium, and so you can like buy it soon, I think, which is so dumb. I don't how Disney Plus is approaching the whole Mulan situation is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want on second thought, I don't want them to go with Black Widow the way they've approached Mulan because it's been yeah. Dumb. No, I agree. Um, uh, there is a movie I've been really wanting to see uh, that I talked about a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, called Spontaneous. That, Spontaneous. Uh, that the gist of it, like, the gist of it is these high, the, it's about like high schoolers and one day just people randomly start exploding. Like legit exploding. Wow. Um, is this, so what kind of genre is this? It, it, it was like a romantic comedy type. Uh-huh. Uh, sure sounds like a romantic comedy. And it just was, I, I love the trailer and I really want to see it, but it's also uh, only on like digital. And I don't, I don't particular, I, I, I'm kind of this close to like saying, oh, I'll buy it, but I also don't want to just buy, go out and buy it, you know? Yeah. Wow, I, I never had heard, seen any trade. What's well, that's another thing is like the trailers. I, do you do you like watching the trailers before movies and theaters? Like, is that one of like your favorite parts? I mean, because that's how I, I get trailers for movies. I don't really go on YouTube a lot. I, I kind of just whatever movie I'm watching. Yeah. Those trailers. Yeah. Usually when I when when I go to a movie and see trailers, it's a trailer I've already seen before. Uh, Cause I, I'm like, whenever, whenever that new Marvel trailer drops or star Wars, or it. I'm like, I'm like on it because I'm so kind of plugged into that whole uh, scene. But uh, I mean, there are a few exceptions. Like when I saw Tenet or new mutants, I saw this trailer for like, I think it was Greenland or something. It looked interesting. Um, but I, I, all the movies that I saw a trailer for have been pushed yeah. back. So yeah. it's, I don't know. 
at this point, yeah, you kind of know what's already on the list of what's yeah. coming. And it's just waiting now. Patient, patience, patience. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get that. Uh, yeah, get that out of the way. That rant out of the way because it's frustrating. Like, oh yeah, I understand COVID is bad and it's yes. it's dangerous, but I feel like at least when I went to AMC, it feel it felt it felt like there was good kind of um, yeah good just control of it. I yeah, thought that I mean, it was pretty safe. There was nobody there. And yeah. I thought that that it could be a continuous thing that, uh, yeah. but. For sure. I mean, you know, restaurants are pretty opening at pretty full capacity. So I wonder, like, is it the theaters that are just not doing a good job or are people just not going to the theaters because they're just irrationally afraid or not either, not either irrationally, but just, you know, they've been, like doctrines to not go to movie theaters during this time, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think sad as it may be, people have realized that it's not, it's not worth it to go to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the studios see limited theater attendance, like Tenet Dang. did not, yeah, exactly. Tenet did not do great domestically. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have the exact numbers, but I don't think it did good. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think studios saw that and they were like, oh, we can't, we have to wait until this thing is like over and P- mm-hmm. theaters are like open at full capacity. Yeah. Because if we open a movie, we're like, I, if they move, if they open their, the thing is, if they open their movie now, they, they would make less money than if they put it on streaming. And that's not yeah. what they want. Exactly. Um, so here's hoping and praying that COVID. Yeah. comes to a demise soon and we can be back in theaters because that was i mean i talked to this last time i was here but like theaters are like my one of my favorite just activities you know to do with friends like if you're like what do you want to do this weekend it's either like go do something active or go watch a movie at the theater not you know i guess maybe now it's becoming watch a movie at your apartment and stream it but it's just not the same like nostalgic effect yeah. you know and like I always just love having the popcorn and the just the expensive like, popcorn. Yes. Yeah, I it's it's part of the experience. It is. It is spending money is part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good rants. I love I love this podcast. Kyra loves rants. It's great. I love to just go off. <laughs> good. Um, so one thing I wanted to. Kind of. So the next thing I want to kind of transition into was kind of uh, like what currently is are we watching? I guess like what currently is out there that you are, I guess, in your free time watching, whether it be TV, movies, whatever. Have you seen anything recently? So recently, I've been looking through Netflix and looking like what the new Netflix releases are because that's kind of the only streaming tv platform movie platform that i have currently um and so i watched two movies recently on on that i watched enola holmes and the devil all the time i don't know if you've seen either of those movies i want to watch both of them yeah they're both very solid both very different um enola holmes you know the mystery type and the devil all the time is is a very dark very gothic um just intense drama. How, was, how was the devil all the time it was it was good it was i mean it was crazy it was you know placed in like um post-world war ii um southern you know suburbs not suburbs uh like deep country woods where just a lot of corruption you know it was kind of like the movie is just it's a tragedy is what i would call it um uh-huh. so it was just sad. Like everything bad that could happen happens. And that's what a tragedy usually is. So, but it was compelling. And I think the actors, um, Tom Holland and um, man, I'm, I, actors are not my strong suit. Robert Pattinson. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, uh, it's good having Zoom because then I can just uh, look up all of the people I want to talk about rather than relying on my memory um bill skarsgård um harry melling um yeah it was just it was really intense 
but I would definitely suggest watching it. It has um, a lot of tones about faith and like the corruption within like the Christian church back then. Um, so, you know, both of us might look at it a very, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like attacking Christianity. It's definitely not. It's definitely showing like a different sect, but there's definitely some moments of like, dang, that's, there was some pretty dark stuff that, that went around with faith and just weird stuff, man. But yeah, definitely watch it. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those movies later. Enola Holmes was also good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, my whole family, we were in Connecticut last week and we had a lot of free time just watching TV. So Sounds was, nice. yeah, I mean, once again, acting was good. Millie Bobby Brown, you know, who's in Stranger Things and she did great. Um, she was basically leading. And then Henry Cavill was uh, Sherlock Holmes. And that was, <laughs> I mean, it was good. I, I always love Sherlock Holmes movies. Um, did you, you watch those? The Robert Downey Jr. ones I did. Uh, and I I really got, I love the Sherlock TV show from BBC. Uh, yeah, I watched that so a couple good. times. Those are like mini movies. Those are just movies. Like they're like hour, hour and a half long TV shows. They're great. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and oh, and Martin Freeman are just amazing in those. It's absolutely every time I watch it, I get something new out of it, or I don't remember something. And I like, I am, I, I'm still in love with those. The four, the kind of four, see, like they call it four series of it, uh, but each series or season, yeah, the British, the British series, <laughs> they had like three episodes per each, uh, so. But again, they're they're wonderful bits of just content and entertainment. They're really interesting, and it's really fast paced. And it's just there's so much they they pack so much into these episodes. Yeah, no, I I love. I think yeah, I mean I think the Sherlock series by BBC is like probably my favorite Sherlock Holmes character. Like I liked Robert Downey Jr.'s of course, um, but I think just like the music, the score behind um, the TV show and Benedict Cumberbatch and like the very quick paced nature of like thoughts. And I don't know, I loved it. Um, I binge watched it all. That's my problem with TV shows, movies. Um, if I wanna watch, I'll just binge like in like three days periods or like one day periods. And it won't, it won't stick around as much. I mean, you probably binge as well, but you rewatch things more than I do, so. Yeah, I mean, I've been recently. I've been rewatching kind of. I watched all of the Good Place because it was on Netflix. I watched all of that. Uh, nice. I had, I had recently watched. I had before watched like the first two seasons and the first half of the third season, and then I just didn't watch the rest of it. And then I so I was able to watch the whole show and like finish it just in the background for most of it because like while doing my homework and stuff. Uh, and then after that, I started, I'm a big Walking Dead fan. So I, uh, started rewatching season four of Fear the Walking Dead, which is like a mm -hmm. spinoff. Um, so yeah. And then, and then last TV thing. And then I, I have a movie that I want to gush about, but last TV thing is season three of Star Trek Discovery, uh, yeah. started yesterday and I was so excited and it was so good. And I love that show so much. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Well, touching on The Walking Dead, did you hear that they're making a uh, Walking Dead movie with with Rick Grimes? Yeah, that's been. Uh, yeah, they've they've been. Or at least they're supposed to. I don't know if they're actually going to do it, but I, I want them to. Yeah, because in the as far as Walking Dead goes, they they kind of wrote uh, Rick Grimes, who's the main character of the whole show, uh, kind of off of it. Uh, five episodes into season nine yep. and then they kind of did a switch and then kind of did spoilers like if you're not watching the walking dead i'm sorry but it's such a good show you should definitely watch it but they did like a time jump uh halfway through season nine which is really cool um but and they kind of i think they're gonna but yeah they announced that he was gonna instead have like movies uh, and I think they're finding a way to connect all the shows, like with this one thing. It's, it's. If I, this isn't a Walking Dead episode, but I, it's, I, I think it's really cool what they're doing right now with the, with that kind of universe. Uh, AMC is doing a good job with that. Because, uh, not gonna lie, like 
two years ago, the show was feeling so stale and so uh, so just uninspired. And then with the start of season nine, it kind of picked up pace. Uh, and it's it's yeah, just, I agree. It's so good now, I think. Um, but that kind of leads me into uh, one of the movies that one of the movies slash books that I've been obsessed with again. So around circa 2017, when I was starting college, I heard about this little book called Ready Player One. And I heard that they were going to make a movie on this. And so I checked out the book because it's it's a very geeky type pop culture uh, centric book. And so I figured I'd check it out. I listened on audiobook to it, uh, fell in love with it. And I watched the movie the following spring, love the movie. And I recently, what kind of re-sparked my love and uh, interest in this whole, this this specific uh, book is I, I, I learned that the sequel to the book, Ready Player Two, is coming out November 24th. And I am beyond excited. And I also found out and while whilst learning this was that the audiobook that I had listened to was was done by Will Wheaton of Star Trek fame and I was I was shocked because I had when I had originally listened to the book I had no clue who Will Wheaton was because I had never watched the Star Trek uh the next generation and so since then I watched the start of uh, that Star Trek series, and then I also watched yeah. Big Bang, uh, the Big Bang Theory, where Will Wheaton is like a recurring character, and so it, it's just it's just so much. I've been re I've been re listening to the book. I'm already like past halfway through it again, um, and it's just so fun listening to Will Wheaton. It's just so fun listening cool. to that book. Um, Will Wheaton that was kind the of, was the kid on Star Trek Next Generation, right? Yes. Yeah, it's so funny. That's great. Um, yeah, it's it's super cool. And one, so so I would love to talk about that a little bit. One of the things I wanted to ask you is, in the book, a big a big part of the book is so Ready Player One is basically about this virtual. Have you have you seen the movie or read the book at all? Nope. But okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to answer your cool. question. All right, yeah, you don't have to see the movie. I'm just going to give a little brief introduction to the whole like kind of thing. So basically, there's this uh, virtual reality game or system called the Oasis that is basically everything's done in there, like business, jobs. It's it's a very it's a very immersive experience, way more advanced than what we have now. And there's just different worlds. There's different there's whatever your like imagination can think of is like possible within this. Uh, virtual reality world so uh the creator of this of this uh simulation of the oasis uh this isn't a spoiler because it happens at the beginning of the movie uh he dies at the beginning of the book and the whole movie is about a contest in which he says oh find these keys and open these gates and you'll basically uh if you do all this you'll basically get the keys to my kingdom, get the keys to the Oasis and uh, basically win the, uh, win, a, win the prize of his uh, whole estate, which is really intriguing. And early on in the movie, they, they get the first key, which is the copper key, and they open this first gate. But when you open the gate, you're transported into a immersive game where you have to play the role of the main character in the movie war games uh i personally have never seen war games but it's still it's still fun to kind of listen like kind of the so this so the main character has to basically reenact and replay through the whole movie like dialogue actions everything he just basically gets to like be in the movie and be that character in the movie so my question is and this is it's fine if you don't have an answer i don't really have an answer either but like if there was ever a movie where you can like be the main character and like do the dialogue or do the actions of it what would it be 
That is a, that's a very good question. I don't know. I mean, as a kid, I think my answer would have been Harry Potter for sure would have been to be Harry Potter and live that world and like the wizarding world. Um, yeah, like the main character, you know, be the hero, but also like Harry Potter went through a whole lot of awful experiences in general. So I don't know if I'd want to relive everything he went through. Like the idea of it's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to think about it. Maybe one of, maybe, maybe it'll come up later in the talk, but I don't know. Ah, what about, so yeah, you said you don't know either, huh? I mean, it's, it's kind of a dumb, dumb answer, but like, obviously Star Wars probably like uh, uh, one of my right, favorite yeah. Star Wars movies just because but, but who's the main character I mean if it's the original trilogy it's definitely Luke okay. um, which I'd be not thrilled to do because I have those are like that's my least favorite trilogy out of the three yeah um, it'd be interesting to like kind of I think it'd be interesting like for for um I think it'd be interesting to do to do Revenge of the Sith because you get a like and and specifically do it twice, do it from Anakin's point of view and do it from Obi-Wan's point of view and kind of reenact both those kind of uh together. But I just I like just the I love the I I love the um idea that's presented in Ready Player 1 because and it this isn't in the movie. It's the movie and the book are are very different for some parts specifically like the keys and the gates but uh the book it's just so interesting because he's like getting points for getting dialogue correct getting points for doing actions and he just has to do everything uh that the main character does like all the dialogue all the actions in the specific way and i just thought oh that sounds like so much fun whenever i'm listening to that part it just I, like oh that sounds like so much fun that's cool yeah live inside the movie is yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to, you know, as long as the things go the way you want it to go. But yeah, that's that's probably where I'm guessing some of the plot conflict comes in the movie is through different actions and maybe not wanting to do it or wanting to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's it's really the the world. The reason why I'm so kind of I love diving back into because i just saw the movie as well like i was reading the book i was like oh i have this movie i need to watch this now and it's so good but it's just it's it's so creative and so fun and it's so fun to think of um but it's also it's also a little scary because uh a big theme of like is people are just totally only only in the virtual world and not in the real world that's a big theme in the book and the movie and it really creates yeah. it really creates a scary reality uh, that if if the virtual world becomes more appealing than the than the um, physical world, then people will just in a way abandon the physical world as much as they could. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that makes me think of Black Mirror. I don't know if you've seen those episodes, but just like the dystopian like. A little scary. It's definitely scary. Yeah, just like the idea of like technology taking over or leaving the physical world and going to like this weird virtual. I don't know. Yeah, it's creepy, for sure. But yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to ask that because yeah, no, that's a great question. Because yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll go with Harry Potter for now. I'll go with yeah. Wizarding World. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of an. I have whenever whenever I'm like reading this book or watching the movie, I have like, oh, this is such a good question. Like, oh, I love to think about this, and this is a good thought experiment. Experiment. Like, there's so many uh, things or like what ifs because we've done the idea of what ifs in the past, but like, there's so many uh, just creative questions or just things to ponder uh, mm-hmm. just involving this one movie, and I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might I'm gonna have to think of different. Uh, different questions related to Ready Player One because it's one of my favorite movies. And yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to watch it because whenever I've seen it, I don't know. I've never really been in like to the video game themed movies, um, but maybe that's just me reading it wrong. And like, yeah. I don't know. Is the CGI? I'm looking at some pictures right now. CGI looks pretty good too. 
Yeah, it's it's really impressive how they kind of because most of the movie is a lot of the movie is in this virtual world and it's yeah it, it looks very good and uh what's cool is like video games are a part of it but it's also pop culture and it's also um it's also like just so the book is really centered on 80s like 80s nostalgia and stuff and it's less for the movie uh because i mean there's still 80s stuff but it's not as centered towards that but overall like it's there's so many like pop culture nostalgia stuff in there um there's a really good movie scene in the movie like a movie scene in the movie uh that's that's really well done i think and it's really creative how they did it uh and yeah i just if you i basically this is my long way and really drawn out way of saying if you haven't read and watched the movie you not you need to do those like i highly suggest <laughs> reading this book and watching the movie because in a way they're two t- completely different stories mm-hmm. um i mean it's the, the same the same plot elements but kind of you get you get to see more information you get more details you get more kind of information about how the world is set up mm-hmm. uh and you just get overall more content from this book obviously it's like a 12 hour hour audiobook or 14 hour audiobook versus a two and a half hour movie uh but yeah i just I think it's I think it's worth sharing and worth uh, re-examining because it's such a interesting uh, kind of yeah movie and book yeah that's cool I I think it's interesting how eighties nostalgia is kind of becoming a not a giant trend but like it's in a lot of our pop culture right now is kind of like throwback to the eighties um, like the biggest example I can think of was like Stranger Things but just like style in general I feel is kind of drifting towards that way too yeah and I'm really. Uh, I'm really interested in how the second book will kind of build off the first because the first book was yeah. written in like 2013. Uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm so I'm obviously I'm going to get the audiobook when it comes out uh, November 24th, uh, November 20th is like looking to be a really exciting day, but, uh, but yeah, yes. it's, it's exciting. So good. Well, We've talked about zombies and mysteries and scary dystopian futures and wizards. Uh-huh. And so this all leads me to think that we have to talk about Halloween. Okay. And Halloween themed music, not music, movies, or like just what movies you watch during the Halloween period. Okay. So I'm not, not gonna lie, I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween in general <laughs> i know i know um, you are that's why i'm curious what like what if you watch any movies that like like, like i don't want to i don't want to make anybody mad but i literally hate this holiday <laughs> i hate this day i have it's, your, least, it's, it's, it's you you believe it is i think this is your exact words it is the literal objectively worst holiday yes yes <laughs> and i you have good reason for that oh you got good reason it's it's just i'd love to hear it again i mean if you okay okay we'll we'll go on this tangent because i think it's 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 entertaining uh like so when you think about all the major holidays right halloween is just the worst (laughs) it's it's so thanksgiving when you compare them so thanksgiving family fun like turkey good times lots of food good all right that's so it's not even a question better than Halloween. All right. Okay. Let's go to Christmas. Christmas is like my favorite holiday or second favorite holiday. I'll give you Christmas is better. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, so for me, at least it's Thanksgiving then Christmas. So we're already, we're already two down new year's, uh-huh. new year's kind of a holiday. Not, not, not really the same, but like, it's also like hanging out with friends or just celebrating yeah. kind of a new uh, beginning new to beginning. the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that again, that's better than Halloween when I kind of Valentine's day is better for some people. I'd say, uh, I don't consider, it a hol- I don't, I don't consider that as much of a holiday as Halloween because like on the same tier, because I haven't really done much, uh, over the years for, for Valentine's day. Uh, but 
I think, I think if people are like in a relationship or like, I think they would enjoy Valentine's day a lot more than Halloween uh, because it's kind of more centered on that connection and relationship stuff. Uh, and then if I, I, please let me know if I'm missing anything. Uh, no, but no, I, you're good. But listen, listen, Kai, I want to push you here because okay, you love movies and you like the characters in the movies. So I would think, I know you don't, but I would think that you would like Halloween because you get to like dress up and you get to like go as, as a, as a Jedi or something. Like you, was that not a big appeal to you as a kid? It, I guess it was. I, I would, again, I, there are so many memories that I just associate negatively with Halloween as well. And like, I, I yeah. haven't, I haven't dressed up in a costume since like, sixth or seventh grade uh so mm-hmm. it's been a while and i just i mean i just don't get as much fun out of it as some people might uh, i don't enjoy it as much and i don't and yeah i i do love like pop culture and stuff but i've never been like i've always thought of possibly doing like cosplay and stuff or like at least a halloween dressing up in something but right. I just never, I just never have wanted, I just like, whenever I think about it, I was like, yeah, uh-uh, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. No, that's totally fair. Um, that makes sense. But okay. Let, you're, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to save, save yourself and save Halloween, but I'm not going to let you. So uh, after, after Valentine's day, next thing I can think of is Easter, right? Easter, mm-hmm. definitely better. We can Gotta both agree Easter. that we, I think we can both agree that Easter is so much better than uh, Halloween just because of the meaning behind it mm-hmm. um, the kind of but yeah and then the next major one Labor Day and Memorial Day I kind of like are are important holidays but I wouldn't consider them on the same level as a Halloween because it's more like Halloween is more uh, like just talked about and more kind of uh, advertising stuff. I think I think Memorial Day and uh, Labor Day and even Veterans Day are more significant and more important than Halloween, uh, which is where where I would argue for their uh, superiority over Halloween. And then the last one, I, I mean, the last one I can think of is getting to Fourth of July, Independence Day, which is so much better than Halloween because again, the meaning behind it fireworks it represents summer fun family and halloween just like when i look at halloween it's just like dark dark nothing like it's it just sucks yeah you know what Uh, you're convincing me slowly kyber that that halloween itself as a holiday is not the greatest holiday even though some good things come out of it so nothing could come out of it Okay, so then here's this is a podcast about movies. Yeah. I feel like a good amount of movies come out around Halloween time because like they profit off of like that kind of I don't know, that kind of genre or that theme of like creepy um like fantasy, you know, fantasy kind of thing. So So, I mean um, you're right in that, but uh, I I personally am not the biggest horror fan and the biggest kind of genre for... Oh, yeah. I I, I dislike horror 100%. And and that's the movies... Like, Halloween is associated with, in many ways, horror movies. I will say, uh, some of the Halloween movies I've liked are, for example, like Halloween, like the... Just kind mm-hmm. of the the michael myers kind of movies uh okay. i watched the 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 first one like from the 80s um i really like that and i watched, yeah. just recently watched the uh last year or two years ago i watched the uh newer one which is really good so those are good uh kind of fun slashers but yeah and uh a couple more like halloween movies this might sound really dumb but uh I have nostalgia for the Halloween Town movies on the yes, Disney Channel. Yes, Skyver, yes. Uh, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't actually ever seen the first Halloween Town uh, in its entirety, but I, I've seen... The OG? I've seen Halloween Town High and Return to Halloween Town a lot, and I and 
yeah, those are, those are, it's, it's kind of good. I haven't seen them for a while, but it's whenever I watched them, uh, whenever I watch them, it's, it's kind of fun to watch them again. Uh, so, and I do like yeah, all the, funny. I do like all the kind of Halloween based uh, kind of shows and Halloween specials. There are some good things that come out of Halloween, but that's hard for me to say because I hate this holiday and I'm all right. Yeah. We got some good things. That's funny. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking, yeah, Halloween town. Um, have you, have you, you seen Hocus Pocus? Nope. Nope. No, nope. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus. I think that Hocus Pocus has become like, probably the halloween movie right now because the like free forms 31 days of halloween and i think hocus pocus is the most played movie so you might want to give that one a watch it's it's pretty made by the guy who made high school musical director i don't know his name kenny ortega Um, i think so it's a pretty maybe yeah that sounds probably right um and so it's a pretty you know it's a kids movie and it's it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty beloved Halloween movie. So Hocus Pocus is good. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Tim Burton? Uh, it's a, it, he's all right. Uh, I like, I haven't seen all of his movies. Um, mm-hmm. I like, uh, I mean, Charlie, I think Tim Burton did Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Um, and then I think he did the Alice in Wonderland, which is pretty mm-hmm. good. I like Johnny Depp in that. Uh, yeah. But like, I haven't seen The Corpse Bride. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Tim Burton movies. Um, Have you seen uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Nope. What? Oh nope. my goodness, that's crazy. Okay, because that's the more movie I associate with, like Tim Burton. Is like his more animated styles, but definitely yeah. Alice in Wonderland and Charlie and Chocolate Factory are are also very solid. A Beetlejuice is is a great movie. I haven't seen it. Man, so maybe maybe it's those Halloween themes that are just not quite getting there. But I was I was just curious. And then okay, you have, maybe what about Haunted Mansion? No. Okay. All right. Last movie. Last movie. Scooby Doo. Oh, I love Scooby Doo. The live action one. No, uh, I have my, so I, okay, so I just watched it, um, and I watched the beginning yeah. of it, Yeah, and I loved the beginning. I loved the beginning. It felt like a Scooby-Doo movie, the intro, everything. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Like, I, I was so excited to see it, and then I watched it, and it just, it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah. It wasn't. Was it okay? I'm I again, I'm not gonna, I don't hate this movie, I'm not gonna talk badly about it. I'm just gonna say it's not a Scooby Doo movie. No, no, it's, it's not. not a Scooby Doo movie. It's it's a it's it's not a bad movie. I actually think it's a quite it's it's a comedy, it's more of like a yeah. spoof comedy, I think, of like Scooby Doo, which it still has mystery elements, of course, but I think it's more of like a, a, a movie you watch with your friends and kind of laugh about and. It's a very cliche. It's a yeah. it's a very cliched movie. Like mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby have this unbreakable bond, and then uh, something comes up, and they somehow get separated, and then they grow apart a little bit. But then they realize at the end, oh, they're he's my best friend, and we're we're gonna we would do anything for each other. It's it's and I'm not I'm not saying that's bad in any way, but I'm just saying it's a it's very cliched. It I kind of saw it like you. Like it's nothing, nothing new. Um, yeah. I really like, I really like the old, I remember they had Scooby-Doo movies like on Cartoon Network or something. Uh, like mm-hmm. TV, a TV adaptation of it, like live action. I really liked that. I haven't seen that in a while, uh, but I really, I want to watch it again. It had like, it had like, um, I think Robbie Amell, uh, for who who's like in like played people in like the CW Arrowverse and like brother to Stephen Amell. It had like some other actors that I liked, um, and that was interesting. 
uh, I haven't seen many of the animated Scooby Doo movies in a while or the show. Like, there's so yeah. like there's so many iterations of the show or the movies, um, and just kind of that classic. When you think about Scooby Doo, you think of that like classic animation, classic animated yeah. show. Uh, which I kind of miss. I want to watch. And that's, I was kind of excited about like potentially having that in the movie. I was like, Oh, I, I haven't, I haven't been with these characters. I haven't watched uh, a Scooby-Doo, something Scooby-Doo related in a while. And I'm, I was actually really excited to see Scoob. And I, it, again, it was, it just wasn't a Scooby-Doo movie. It's, yeah. It was a good movie. It just wasn't a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. And, at the, and at the end, it was at the like very end that I was like, yes, we're back to being a Scooby-Doo movie. So there's a Scooby-Doo movie in there in like the first five minutes in the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is really, was really disappointing. Um, and they kind of shoehorned in Scooby-Doo uh, tropes and themes uh, at the end. But and it just didn't make sense. But with that said, I had a good time with it. I uh, watched that I think last week, um, and my par- like my parents were gone from the house. It was I had a I I enjoyed watching it. Uh, I enjoyed watching it. It was a nice break from homework, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was good, and it was it was lighthearted too, which was is good to have sometimes when you're watching some pretty intense movies like I've been watching. So that's yeah. good. Okay. Well, I, that's all I have for Halloween. Thank you for okay. indulging me on the, on those, those types of movies. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't, I wasn't going to right away bring it up uh, or like, I just, I didn't even think of it because Halloween is so far removed from like my brain and my like interests. And so uh, but with that said, there are some good movies that we were able to talk about uh, involving yeah. Halloween. Um, uh, so before we end, another movie that I saw on Netflix like two or three weeks ago that I have a lot of nostalgia for that I love and that if you haven't seen it, you should really see it uh, is, Hugh Jack- is a Hugh Jackman movie called Real Steel. And it's basically a movie about robot boxing. Yes. And oh, I. There we go, Hyper. We found a movie both watched and both liked. There we go. Mission accomplished. Took us two podcasts. No, yeah, I love Real Steel. That's probably one of my dad's favorite movies as well. um, Is Real Steel? It's yeah. It's a very, very motivational, encouraging. Um, like underdog story that has yeah it has a lot of heart to it I feel yeah it has so it has much heart to it oh so much heart I love I love that you like have seen it and so I can talk to you about it but oh my gosh like what the first thing I thought of when I first saw this movie when it came out in like 2008 or 2009 was okay where's where's Real Steel 2 like where is this movie like they need to make a sequel to this like it's yeah. so good and they yeah they never they did, did. They? Nope. It, it has the potential for sure because i love i love the world they built too in that movie of like this like hierarchy of like like they're very rich you know who, who were able to do stuff and then yeah I, i'd have to watch it again to like really get some of the those like behind the scene themes um but no i i think it had a lot of a lot of compelling story and then the characters yeah. too like the family dynamic was was awesome yeah and then i i i talked about i think last week or two weeks ago about movies like kind of that give you chills or scenes that give you chills and best movie scenes and uh just there's a scene at the end when i mean it's a boxing movie and there's not there's not many i'm i'm i feel fine spoiling it this 10 yeah, there's, there's one there's one spoiler at the end very well yeah but just the scene when when uh when adam is loses the uh loses the voice commands and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, yeah when when hugh jackman's character charlie has to go in and actually because he's a boxer right and when he goes in and he like gets up and he's just boxing uh this this giant this giant 
overcompensating, like big advanced robot and Charlie, who's because the whole a theme of the movie is these robot boxing is just more more entertaining, more uh, more just extravagant. More, Yes, more extravagant than regular boxing is that regular boxers kind of fell out of the limelight. But he, he like, so this, this robot uh, is rare and it has this shadow boxing movement where it mirrors the kind of the movements of whoever's watching. And so uh, if you haven't seen it, the, if the, anybody who's listening hasn't seen it, the like voice box or the voice command thing breaks in, uh, the main robot and so charlie played by hugh jackman has to get up and like just box this giant robot and it's just you see you see um his son you see looking at him and just looking at him just having the time of his life like living it and just really like doing what he loves and having so much fun and just and just basically bring it to bringing it to this robot it's so it's something that like is just so interesting and, and you they kind of build up the whole movie to this point and it's so exciting and just so uh it's awesome yeah i i remember that i think i know the scene you're talking about is like when the camera just pans over like like he's actually boxing like it's it's huge acting like going hard, hard at it and i i, I think that's one of the slow good things is like oh yeah it's slow motion <laughs> it's just like the importance of humanity and like just that our creation and like robots even though like technically adam isn't alive it's the life that you know through a father and a son the work they put into a robot that's kind of like what embodies that relationship and yeah it's encouraging um another big scene in that movie is like when adam just gets keep knocked down you know and like just he always gets back up because he's like a very like like strong you know like you kind of remind me of captain america of like you know always gets knocked down it's like i could do this all day you know Oh, that's such a good movie in Civil War. Uh, but yeah, like it's their first, uh, the scene you're talking about is their first uh, kind of league, big, 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 big fight uh, with like uh, really like a two-headed robot or whatever. And it just starts be- beating it. And then this robot is like a training dummy. So it's it's training robot. So it, it's inspiring. So it's built to just take maximum damage. And it's just taking all these damages. And then if I have, if I remember right, it just has to like can't land one good punch on the like or like a couple good punches. And yeah, it just, right at the weak spot. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just it, again, it's, yeah, it's so. It's just that there's there's so much to love in Real Steel, uh, and I just wished, I wish, and I still wish that they somehow make a sequel to it. Uh, but just like so many other movies, I there's there's movies I love that I just need a sequel to and just yeah. never come. Absolutely. Well, what's funny is that real steel. Yeah. It's become one of my favorite movies that I'll like, if it's on TV, I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch it. But it's funny because a lot of my favorite movies are movies that I went into it expecting like it to be awful because for some reason when I saw this movie trailer or like not the movie, I just saw like the titles, like title uh, picture, whatever. And it was like two robots and like a bot and Hugh Jack in there. And I was like, this looks pretty stupid <laughs> to be honest. But then like, then I loved it. And like similar, like I was going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy and I was like, this is going to be an absolute trash movie. And I went out probably one of my favorite movies. So I don't know. Sometimes going in with low expectations is good. I went in with low expectations and knives out and I was like, dang, that was really good. So like, maybe I just need to go into movies with more low expectations and I'll like yeah. more movies. I don't know. But Real Steel's great. Yeah. I think the one thing that communicates my thoughts on Real Steel, I was going, I was just, I, I, I was working on homework and I wasn't really going to watch anything. I was just kind of looking on Netflix to see what there. I saw this movie on Netflix. I had to watch it. I'd like, once I saw it, I was like, all right, that's what I'm watching right now. Most movies or most things, I would I would be oh that's cool I want to watch that I'll just put that on my list or whatever I'll uh, add that watch that later. Never watched it later, uh, but Real Steel, I have I hadn't seen it for a while and I I love that movie so much uh, that right when I saw it I was like okay I have to watch it I have to watch it now. So uh, I just love movies that kind of get that reaction. 
So me too. Me too. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun. This I had a lot fun. of fun Good. <laughs> talking to you. It's been after the week I've had, this is, this has been so, uh, yeah. so refreshing. Me too. Um, and yes, this it's good to, it's good to also be back recording podcasts for this, mm-hmm. for Kyber loves movies. And oh, I know I'm kind of, I, I, I had this grand plan. I started the weekly stub where I was talking about yeah. like new moons and tenant. And then, uh, I was, and then I was just going to keep on doing that. And then like, I just kind of hit a brick wall with like yeah. busyness and yeah, I, it, it just sucked to kind of like fall behind on this, but yeah. I'm trying to get back hopefully mm-hmm. next Wednesday. Uh, if I'm able to put out a new episode of weekly stub, that'll be good. And then I have, I already have another podcast recording plan. So nice. Good. Uh, keep going so awesome again it was wonderful talking with you thank you again for being on uh, it was good to have you back last time you were in this like with me and so I it's know. a little weird to <laughs> uh it's a little weird to do it over zoom but i think i think we're used to it by now yeah it's a little more natural yeah sure but good but yeah uh so this is my weird way of doing the outro uh so Thank you, everybody, for listening to my podcast, Kyber Loves Movies. This has been episode 13. And as always, please check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really anything. Look up Kyber Loves Movies into Google. You'll probably find it. Uh, and then also, please share it. Share it. Uh, it's especially during this time of COVID, it just could be fun to have spark a conversation about movies. And I think we covered a lot of bases today. So yeah, again, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.